Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. Here, this is the spot where the conversations are pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Did you bring your thinking caps? Because it's time to put them on. Because the conversation starts now. So I got to deal with that. And then somebody broke into it. My fault. I left the door open, you know, but much like life, Andy Garland, we tend to leave the door open and somebody walks in. (laughs) We're walking in here on the edge brains, a place where the conversation is pointed. The guests are sharp and the responses are never dull. Meet my friend, Andy Garland. And everyone. And brains, we're going to talk about networking, what that means to have a strong network, a support, be it with your business, uh, with your finance, with your friendship, with your health. You've got to build partnerships. You've got to weave this web together, but it's, it has to be something that's strong, like a net. You know, that's why they call it networking, because it's got to be tight. You got to edit and filter. You got to get out the weakest link. <laughs> really. And you have to strategically know who you're dealing with at what particular time and what's in your arsenal. Would you agree, Annie? I absolutely would agree with that. And you don't want any holes in your network either, because if you're like a fisherman fishing, that net's got to bring all that in, right? So it's got to bring it in. You got you to gotta release the people that aren't in your tribe that are working on each other's behalf that's what i well let's let's start with well no let's dial back let's start with you how did you get into this space and tell us a little bit about your history and how you show up in the world well as (laughs) how did i get into networking yeah networking ever since i can remember i've been in sales ever since i can remember (laughs) we know that networking and sales are hand to hand right they're clasping left to right right so uh, I, I started sales when I was 10 years old and I was selling Girl Scout cookies and I realized I was competitive because I sold the most amount of cookies than any other Girl Scout that year. And I did it because I reached out to my brothers who had newspaper roots and I asked if I could call their people and ask if they would buy cookies and they did. Everyone wouldn't refuse little 10-year-old Annie. Wow. Well, you and, know. And I sold, the girl that sold the most under me was 15 boxes. And I sold 90 because I wanted a badge. Oh, they I didn't know. Give, they didn't give one. I still want my Girl Scout badge. What? I know. Everybody's going to be now sending me a badge. <laughs> no, they should be sending you a badge and also a letter of apology because I'm telling you. <laughs> That's it's a couple things. One is that I'm really not much of a fan of the tactics of the sales of the Girl Scout cookies now. I tell you this, Girl Scouts, I love you, but they shouldn't be in front of the weed dispensary. Oh my goodness. Oh yes. Oh yes. Those are where the, those are where the big winners are. But <laughs> that's networking because, as you that's said. Because that's because they smoke and they're hungry and they want sweets. I mean, that was brilliant on some level. Come on. On, on some level, right. But, 
but the implication on the other side absolutely it's inappropriate for little girls selling well, and the message of the girl scouts you know that's one of the things they pledge and, and their honor so it's a oxymoron but regardless to that closing on the deal they teach them how to do that they teach them how to close on the deal they teach you how to ask for the business networking and sales sales is not sleazy brain sales is psychology at its highest form wouldn't you agree annie absolutely absolutely and when it comes to networking the one thing that i absolutely hate is when somebody runs up to you and says so tell me what do you do <laughs> you know <laughs> it's like that's like nails on a chalkboard to me there's softer ways of approaching people and asking, getting to know them. It's like dating. How do you do that, right? And how do you do it graciously? So we, we can either move forward on that way, or I can tell you on my journey, I talked to you about sales. I've been in sales ever since I was selling Girl Scout cookies. Mm -hmm. And I was the youngest of five. I was scrappy and a go-getter. And I knew where I lived. I lived on a lake. It was beautiful. And However, I couldn't, it was a nice place to be from. Mm. Mm. To be from, I get you, I get you. So Annie, you know, being gracious and allowing people permission to be who they are um, and also giving them the permission to make corrective action and accepting that. Tell us a little bit about that. How do you feel about that? Well, when I run into, when, when I'm in a group, can we talk about groups? Sure. Okay. So um, I may observe somebody that I really care about and they may be a little off balance or they may be gossipy or something, or they may be in a point where I've observed something that could help them because at my wise age old way, I've seen a lot. And so what I would do is pull them aside and say, April, um, I've observed something and I'd like to share it with you, but I want your permission. Or would you be open to some constructive criticism? You know, you do it in such a nice way because you're asking for permission. And in doing that, when they say yes, you just lay it out as gently and, and, and you say, this is coming from my heart because I care about you. And I really would hope that you would receive this very nicely. But I notice when you're in blah, 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 blah situation that you respond this way and it's not helpful for you. Does that's that help? Cool. Yes, that's very kind, very gentle and very respectful. Well, I would say, get the hell out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't. No, you know, but again, you, you meet people where they are and if they're not for you, then you have to, you know, make the decision based upon your understanding, your level of tolerance, your level of, you know, of respect. As as a kid say, how many spoons do you have? <laughs> I've never heard that before. Oh yeah. So that's how much you can tolerate. You know, so if you're yeah, if you're not, yeah, if you're not spoonful feeling, of medicine, you mean? Huh? Spoonful of medicine? How much medicine? No, can just, you just, just spoons, just empty spoons. I guess how much you can hold in a spoon. I don't know where oh, they come okay. from. Yeah, so yeah. some someone will say, oh, we've only got two. They'll say, I only got two spoons. That means I've only got two spoons worth of tolerance or patience or whatever. And then they'll say, do you have, you know, all 12 spoons? I sure do. I love that. I've never heard that before. I love it. Yeah, it's so pretty. it's your capacity of what you can hold. Your capacity of what you can hold. 
Absolutely. No, is it a ladle? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Or is it a female spoon with all the holes in it? <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. The one. That's crazy. Hold that's, on. That's, funny. that's very funny. King is key. And how you network is key. We're going to weave in and out of the sales and the networking because um, sales doesn't necessarily have to be an exchange of currency. Every time you meet someone is a sales opportunity. Your smile, your handshake, your breath, <laughs> that could be a deal maker, <laughs> brains, really. You know that you're out, your aura. What draws people to you? And when you go to an event, Brace, are you just uh, collecting everybody's business cards? I don't do no. that. No. And That's if I do, I put a number of a priority on the back of, you know, this is a, you know, top my top three or whatever. But they just collect all of them. And it, it's kind of a waste. Well, I, I don't like card collecting. Mm. I like card connecting. That's right. And so my my thing is when you do go to a networking meeting, you actually set out in the morning, hopefully you're setting a goal, and you want to meet one or two, maybe three people at most. And if you go beyond that, you're card collecting. And many times you don't even have time to do that because usually you're going if there's a speaker or there's something going on. You know, the idea isn't how many cards can you connect. So Absolutely. I have this I have this little thing I call it's my ask method. And it's how do you approach someone? What do you say when you do? And the key is A for at, uh, approaching, S is for what do you say, and K is for key. And it's how you follow up. Mm -hmm. And only meeting one or two people helps you do follow up way better. Because I know historically... I know from so many people, they get cards and they never follow up. Never follow up. They and that's follow up. The, that is what they call in sales brains, a warm lead. You've already yes, had interaction is. with this person. Absolutely. They have an idea of who you are. They've heard your name. You shared with them what the intent is. You know a little bit about each other's business. That's a warm lead. You need to follow up on that instead of what we also call in sales, cold calling. Just throwing a, a net out and just hoping that somebody you catch them i was the queen of cold calling by the way <laughs> me too <laughs> it was yeah. like i'd i'd go in the front door and they'd throw me out and i'd go in the back door and they'd say what will it take to get rid of you and i said honestly i wouldn't be here in your presence because i don't have a lot of time but i know i know if you just give me a few minutes i can answer a problem that you don't even realize you solved and I know you have it. And that's another thing. Being a problem solver in sales, Brains, is that you are not the problem describer. That's your client. You are the solution seeker. You sell to value. You let your client talk, and then you color in the white space, okay? And you ask for the business. Oh, I had the sales, um, a sales uh, executive with me, and girl, she was smoother than butter. We go into this building. And we're selling multimedia projection. And the lady tells her what the budget is. And she says, oh, uh, just using a figure, $10,000. She says, oh, well, um, up to. <laughs> no one could stand the silence. 
So she goes, oh, up to about 1800. She said, good, we can bring you in at 16.5. She made her tell on herself how much money she, just by being silent. I thought that I seen her do that two or three times, honey. I stole that technique. But also following up two or three, four touches. People get busy brains. They can't just stop and pump their brakes like Annie did to talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) which was so sweet. And I appreciate that. But folks are busy. You have to follow up and follow up graciously and also be able to take a no. No is a complete sentence. (laughs) Yes, it is. And do you know why you want to follow up? Why? Because nobody else does. And you will set yourself apart from everyone else in the industry. And I have, I tell everybody, you go to an event, you've collected, you have, received, let's not use the word collect, you've received two cards, maybe three cards, you get in your car, and before you even pull out of a parking lot, you write a little, You hopefully you write down the some things that stand out about a person on the back of that card, and I want people to call or text and leave a message, usually text works in this regard, you're in your car, you text, April, it was so incredible meeting you. I really enjoyed our conversation. Let's continue it. Are you available next week? That's all. You text that. And if it's somebody who you don't want to meet, mm-hmm. you know, it didn't quite work out, you still say, Jane, it was really wonderful. I liked our conversation. Right now, it doesn't seem like we have a match. However, you never know who I know that needs to know you. Let's stay in touch. You put that in a text. You or a phone call, or a verbal text. But that's how you leave a message, and that's when they will come back to you. And they that know. is like secret sauce. Right? Yeah, it's, it's building a relationship. Magic. Magic. Building a relationship. Okay, so let's talk about asking for the business. Women still have a problem with that. Men will go out on the golf course, they'll putz around, have a couple cigars and a good scotch, and close five, six million dollar deals. Women still, I find, not all, but majority, okay? Him and ha. Oh, I've got to have it co-signed by this person. Barb, what do you think? Jane, what do you think? Kim, what do you think? Oh, okay, well, let me rethink it. You know, let me pray on it. Let me do, I get all of that. I get all of that and I respect that. But if you are a risk taker, if you, if it's an action item, if you don't want to miss an opportunity, you close on the deal and you ask for the business. Am I right, Annie? Yes, it is. But you just can't go in and it's like dating. You can't go to fourth base until you get to first base, right? You can't just walk in. I mean, that's a cold call. Hopefully you've had some interaction with the person before you do a sale. I mean, you can't ask for an order until you've established some rapport. Uh, I don't, I, no, I don't agree with that. Oh, honey, you can go in and close a deal and meet the person for the first time in 15, 20 minutes. If you are skilled, everybody has a different technique. Don't get me wrong with their sales. Some are softer sales. Some are the, you know, the repeat. Some are the build the long-term relationships and some are quick and slick. So there's different levels of, you know, what you do, but you have to feel out your, your customer. Again, you're selling to value. This is not you know, trying to hustle somebody. You let them talk, you see what they need. And if you can fulfill that need, then yeah, I'd go for the jugular right away. <laughs> hmm, I think I remember that. 
but 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 you found value right i mean you got to get in you got to close the deal and then sometimes things take longer to cultivate i get that but i make a decision and there's a lot of people that can't make a decision about anything their hair color their you know what they're going to wear to the party what they're going to have for dinner they're indecisive they have to um again be validated or um co-signed by somebody else I mean, if people provide you complete information and you have right. to feel comfortable, I'm not just saying just go in because that's not going to work because you can be too abrasive. You know, well, first of all, you want to, you know, uh, when you do a pitch to somebody and I'm just talking like first meeting, mm -hmm. you're going down in the sale. It's like when you meet somebody at a networking meeting, you want to say, hi, my name is Annie Garland. And I create and produce extraordinary experiences for women. I mean, that's it's who it's who you are, who's your target market, and what problem do you solve? And that's your lead-in when you meet somebody. I mean, I'm talking very basic. You're going down in for the kill. I'm going to starting. Well, no, and, and you know, and maybe I confused it because I said we were going to go back and forth. We go right. go back and forth between networking and sales. So you were kind of speaking to the networking and I was trying to speak to the sales. Okay. Your brains, I'm sorry if I confused you. <laughs> it's okay. But you yeah, do, have, yeah. I mean, again, you have to build a relationship. You have to be introduced to the person. There has to be a warm introduction. You know, you, yes. again, you can't just come in and say, hey lady, you know, you want these size six shoes put on? You know, no, I get it. You, you have to cultivate that. But I'm a firm believer in once we have a relationship, we have a relationship. I'm going to follow up, see how you're doing. If I see your birthday come up on social media, I'm going to acknowledge you for that because I like it long-term and I like it sustainable. But the only way that you can do that is with communication. How do people balance information for their business and communication and then being annoying? Because sometimes you'll sign on to these calendar links and whatever, and you get a barrage of email, then that turns me off. How do you find it turns everybody off and yet they still do it. And I'm like, delete, delete. I mean, I've got 12,000 emails. In my mm, inbox. Mm, mm. I just told somebody start a business on removing emails from people, you know, mm, I mean, mm. that, that, that's a home run right there. So April, I say you can make more friends in two months by becoming more interested in other people than in two years by having them become interested in you that's that was a dale carnegie quiz okay. but it's you know the whole thing is getting to know the person and really being interested in them and focusing on them and you did that with me i mean you got interested i mean you tracked me down and seek me out and look and you know what, again, let me but let me tell you brains is the social media i look at people's profile i'm not just looking for any old body I don't have to do that anymore, thank goodness. But I go in and I look at people's profile. I look at their pictures. I look at what they're posting. That gives me very keen insight of who they are because they've posted it. And if I find that that might be a level of interest, I introduce them to a conversation. What cracks me up is when you get on these uh, social media and you meet someone and someone says, you're talking to my people. What in the world are you talking about? Your people. My group, this, that, that, you know what? Everybody's on all these different platforms and no telling where you're going to meet them. And if somebody is open to a conversation, 
I'm going to have a conversation with you. If you're not interested, you're not interested. But you can't be holding and be held hostage because you're in a group. What's that about? Yeah. No, you you have to be very diversified, for sure. And when you're talking about online presence, and you brought up a really good point, that is your medium for you. That is your, I'm an in-person networker. Mm -hmm. That's my strength is. I go out and nose to nose, heart to heart. Now, I'm not saying you don't. You seem to, would it be correct to say you're more online? Obviously you do. Well, no, well, no, I'm very social, but I, you know, I create audiences for television shows. So I'm okay. out in front of large crowds and people. But my thing is during COVID, people had to find a different way to interact. So it wasn't so much face-to-face, 1-800-BALLROOM. We're just now getting back to that. So what we always, we have to know is we have to have a digital footprint um, that speaks to who we are, like we're doing now, introduce you to people that you might have never met in Switzerland, Australia, uh, you know. The world, everybody's oyster right now. I mean, it's wide open. If that's the direction you want to go in. Right. And if you're smart, you will. And you're, you're brave. You are. Right? <laughs> no, it, you know, it's taking work. I mean, like I said, I've done this for 19 years, going on 20 years, when people didn't even know what a podcast was. But I'd like to hear interesting stories because I'm into emotional intelligence and relationship capital. That's the big investment for me. That's my why. Um, you know, I could pick and have a million followers, I'm not into followers, I'm into leaders. I'm 60 years old and I want influencers and impactors. And so again, you gotta edit and filter and you gotta work with people. You gotta meet them right where they are. So I get that, but networking is like dating. It you is, know? absolutely. It's data collecting, you have to figure it out and if it's valuable for you. Now, sometimes when you get these contacts, you it's not always money. What other reason is a good reason to have a strong network? Oh my goodness. It's for emotional needs. It's for, I, I go for the heart, the heart connection because I'm, a, I'm very sensitive yet I'm strong and out there, but I, I love the heart connection. And I, you know, we all have problems in our lives. I, I even mentioned something going on in my life, you know, that I know that they're there supporting me. I'd be lost. No one makes it alone. We humans, in order to survive, need connection. And studies have shown that our, we are born, uh, it's in our DNA. Our connection is needing to be as strong as and important as food, water, and warmth. And those tribes, these tribes that you belong to, but not all tribes are the right tribes. And you have to be careful on where you go to a group. Right? You do you where you go, them? what they say. Again, like I said, you know, social media, I'm, I'm very uh, cautious about the groups that I join. People are quick to, you know, want to link on to you and then join their group. Well, I don't know what the conversation's like. I don't know what you guys' intentions are. I don't know. A lot of things happen on social media. So I'm cautious with that too when I watch. But also social media people fail to realize that it's the low-hanging fruit. It is the uh, yellow pages. Ooh, girl, I'm dating myself. <laughs> or the white pages of the 23rd century, 22nd century. Absolutely. This is how people meet one another. This is, you know, you, they had their address, their phone number, maybe what their business was. Now they have a lot more than that. 
but there's thousands or two or 3,000 people that you have collected um, as friends on, and don't know 10 of them. I'll do that and I'll say, oh, well, you know, I found you because I was looking at your profile and I saw you through this person, that person. Who's that? They don't even know who it is, but you've got them watching everything yeah. you do. So that network, you have to be careful with that and what you put out there, you know, what you put out there. So what are some of the fun events that you like to go to as a networker? Well, actually, I create the fun events. Oh, well, tell us about some of the events you've created. Well, just two days ago, I did something where um, we all, a group of us, went to a nail place. We had pedicures, manicures, and then we out, went out for a hibachi afterwards. So it was fun. It was a connecting thing. I do, uh, I, I live on the shoreline, near the shoreline in Connecticut, and I've got our team getting ready to go out to Block Island for a day. So it's, it's doing all sorts of things. Then I have where I'll bring in a speaker and it's on a specific topic and we'll get together and it's, it's a workshop. So it just, it just depends. It just depends where my creativity is and where I am at the moment. Now, are you the leader of your group? What is, what's your company name? Well, my company is Ann Garland, well, Ann and E Garland Enterprises. Okay. Com. That's my website. And that is my umbrella. And then I have things under there. I have something called, I call the Chick Club. It's a local group. I started last year in a beta because I see women working really hard and I'm, I'm 71. And I have said, I don't want to work hard anymore. But what I do want to have, because I'm semi-retired, is have fun. That's what I want to do. So I'm asking women to come into this group for 11 days out of a year, out of 365 days, if they can give me 11 days, I put this club together where we just go have fun. That's it. We just have fun. That's wonderful. And you know what comes out of that two brains is a lot of great philanthropic efforts. Women get together and maybe they have a bake sale or maybe they'll be doing a, a bazaar of some sort. They might be helping a nonprofit raise money. So networking has a lot of values. Again, you know, uh, the people that you hang around are the people that you eventually become. So you yes. want to be no, very careful okay. about your circle of influence. Yeah, they say the five closest people that you hang with determines really who you are. No, no, I get it. So tell me some uh, fun things that you like to do there where you live. Where I live in Connecticut? Oh my yeah. God, I love Connecticut. I'm between New York and Boston. We have, I love theater. I, you know, I either go to New York theater, we've got local theater that's fabulous. I mean, Good Seed Opera House. Annie came from, you know, the play Annie went on Broadway and it came mm -hmm. from Good Seed Opera House. Um, if you're a skier, you can go skiing here. I've got, I'm, I love the water. I have a beach house, so uh, I love going down there and you know, I just have a four minute walk to the beach and it's just lovely. I love, I bring all my women together and we, good. you know, beach house. I mean, there's just so much to do in Connecticut. It's got well, that's good that you have work, you know, you have life balance because you're not working, you're, you know, you're semi-retired, but also, you know, you're going through a lot 
um, with the transitioning of your husband's health. And so it's important, as we stated, to have a strong network of friends that help offset that. Somebody you can talk to, uh, somebody that, you know, just will just sit there and comfort you when you need that is very important. And I'm glad to know that you're doing that self-care because a lot of people don't do self-care. They don't stop to take a breath. There's only so much that we can do in any given lifetime, any span. We do the best that we can. And I know that you are a wonderful support uh, for your husband. And I'm glad that you have a strong network of friends that support you. Tell my brains how to get in contact with you, Annie, uh, if they want more information when you're back in this space and back full throttle and maybe, you know, want to take a course with you or have a conversation with you about building a strong network. I would be happy to talk to anyone. So get in touch with me. You can go on to my website, annegarlandenterprises.com. And you, there's a contact. You can get into my calendar. And we can have a conversation. I'm also on LinkedIn. Uh, don't remember the the LinkedIn right at the moment, but you know, An I think it's Anne Garland. I pronounce my name Annie, but it's Anne Garland. Um, I'm on Facebook. You'll, you know, this is my book, Secrets of a Serial Networker. You can find me here. Yeah. Um, and the chicken, the chicken. There's a story behind the chicken. We didn't even get into that. All right, well, what's the story? Don't don't leave us hanging. What's the story behind the chicken? Yes. I call her, this is my, yeah, she's, um, yeah, um, my, my chicken. Uh, anyway, the story with the chicken is when people say, what's with the chicken on the cover? And I say, what's the question that always comes up? Why did the chicken cross the road, right? Okay. And the answer is, they always say to get to the other side. And so the real story is, but why did the chicken want to get to the other side? And the whole thing, it's a metaphor because is crossing more, are they more fearful of crossing than not crossing? And that is really what networking is all about. Just cross the road, get over your fear, cross the road, get to the other side so you can meet other chicks. That's it. You can meet other chicks. That is so cute. I love and that. Dixie, by the Dixie? Way. Dixie. Well, I have Dixie. a thing. I can't show you. It's in my office on my credenza. I can't move them right now. But the great Jane Elliott gave me a chicken. And so I have a fondness for chickens too. Uh, because they're, you know, culturally, they're very uh, much for prosperity and longevity. And thank you so much uh, for sharing that with us. Brains, I need you to go in and love, like, and share. Follow Annie Garland, pick up a copy of her book. Uh, we can always improve our networking game. It's very important to have a strong network. Uh, and when I say strong, that could be two people, that could be 30 of the best people, but make sure that they're the right people in your circle. Uh, Annie, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Come back and visit me again, all right? Love to do that. And thank you. I, hello to your audience. Farewell. And I wish everyone blessings. All right. Take it easy, Brains. Thank you.